0: Welcome to another episode of Behind the Sash. I'm Elise Hudson, the 2015 Newcastle Regional Showgirl. The Land Sydney Showgirl competition aims to find a young woman to act as an ambassador for rural New South Wales, with her role involving many official and informal duties, both at the Sydney Royal Easter Show and during her travels interstate and overseas. For over 50 years, young women across the state have competed for this prestigious role. But the showgirl competition is not a beauty pageant. Behind the pearls, makeup, pomp, and ceremony are passionate young women with drive to benefit their local communities and rural New South Wales as a whole. Today, I am excited to meet Dana Velasco, who is the 2014 and 2015 Blacktown Showgirl. Dana Velasco also placed third at the Sydney Royal Easter Showgirl Competition in 2016. Dana and I had so much to talk about, we actually couldn't fit it in to one episode. So tune in next time to make sure you catch all of our in- discussion with Dana Velasco from Blacktown. Hi, Dana. Welcome to Behind the Sash. Hi, Elise. Thanks for having me. Congratulations on being third placed at the Sydney Royal Easter Show this year. That must have been really exciting.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was. There was butterflies coming out of my belly button. I can tell you that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're the first Blacktown showgirl to ever reached the state final. What was that like?
1: Tim O'Brien, the, um, president of the Agricultural Societies Council happened to tell me after my interview that I'm the first in the, in 44 years. So I was like, oh, please just let me have it. Um, but I am the first place from Blacktown. So that is such a privilege and I am very honoured to be able to put Blacktown on the map and to remind people that we exist. So I'm very happy and very proud and um, very very honoured for my community.
0: So I probably have to ask an obvious question, and coming from Newcastle I get the same sort of question a lot. How did you get involved in agriculture? Because you wouldn't really see Blacktown as an agricultural location.
1: Um, I think how I got involved in agriculture is the same question as how I got involved in Showgirl. I didn't actually find showgirl showgirl found me <laughs> i think you hear this this story quite a bit from other showgirls around the place but what happened is my aunt was friends with people in the show society and they were looking for girls and she had actually put up my name and uh, they called me every single day for about a week until i said yes so i said yes on friday night at six thirty p.m and i said okay cool when do i need to put my paperwork in and they said, all right, oh no, paperwork was due two weeks ago. And I was like, okay, that's great, cool. Um, and as a lawyer, you know, this, this kills me, but anyway. <laughs> and then I asked my next question was, so when's judging? And they said, okay, so judging is that, is at the Blacktown Workers Club tomorrow at 12 PM. <laughs> and oh my gosh, I dropped my chips, but by some stretch of the imagination, call it providence or what? whatever, Uh, I managed to get the title of Blacktown Showgirl. So I was Blacktown Showgirl from 2014, and I was Blacktown Showgirl again in 2015. And I feel very much that just through becoming the Showgirl in 2014, I had absolutely No idea what I was getting into. I had, I had no idea about the world I was getting into. I had probably been to the Black Tone Show maybe once in my life before that. I knew that my local high school did teach agriculture and we do have a plot of land and we do have sheep and we do have, um, the study, the subjects actually thriving in that school there, but I had, I really had no idea about the show society's movement. I had no idea that it had links to the Easter Show. I had no idea that you know the showgirl competitions even existed until I was until I entered in the competition. So I feel like 2014 was very much a year of growth uh, for me and a year of learning. And when I went to Zone last year, I realized at that point that. My journey was only beginning and this is really something that I had to get into again. So that's what encouraged me to join in a 2015 competition and I'm glad I did.
0: So it's very exciting to have someone who is from in inverted commas, the mm-hmm. city, um, coming to hold such a high placing at the Sydney Royal Easter show competition. But some would say that you're not, uh, you don't have a place as an ambassador for the rural shows because you're not born on a farm. How would you respond to that form of criticism?
1: Well, firstly, I find it very funny that girls, a lot of the state finalists say, oh, yes, I was born on the land or I grew up on the land. I find that hilarious because I wasn't even born on this land, literally. I was born in the Philippines um, and moved here when I was about two. And in response to that criticism, I say that, The society is trying to find a rural ambassador and Blacktown does have a deep rural and agricultural history. Yes, we are urban and yes, we are considered the city. But I've also received this criticism from people within Blacktown Council itself saying that the the competition is archaic. It doesn't belong here. We are an urban context, we're not a rural context. Um, what do you think you're doing? Trying to represent, you know, rural issues. But when you're an ambassador for, for example, rural or an, ag- an agricultural context, who are you an ambassador to? Are you an ambassador within your own community or are you an ambassador to others? What, to who, who is your audience? What is the message that you're trying to say? And I feel like a lot of, the people that we're trying to speak to are the people in the city. That's why the Royal Easter show is within the city. It's the city meets the country. And so I feel like I am per- perfectly placed with a unique p- and powerful position, a very privileged position coming within the city to have my say and to represent the people, you know, who don't, who aren't around where the money is, who aren't around where the sponsors are, who aren't around the people that need to be educated. I am perfectly placed to be an ambassador for all these issues and for these industries. So that's my response to that criticism.
0: You did mention that Blacktown Council has criticised, well, has has criticised the the agricultural show society and those sorts of things, saying it has little relevance for Blacktown Mm -hmm. with the question as to whether Blacktown was rural or Um. urban. How do you relate the Agricultural Show to the city of Blacktown?
1: Agricultural Show in Blacktown has been going on for 93 years. Um, the people that started it were very, very prevalent members in the RAS back in the day, and we have a deep history. You know, Blacktown is a bustling and modern uh, urbanised community, yes, but it is also one of the largest councils uh, that we do have here in Sydney, and being one of the largest councils, we get a great—we are a great cross-section of New South Wales. So not only do we get the city, we get you know suburbia, but we also have the hobby farmers and the market growers, and we still have that spirit, and we still have the people who remember what Blacktown was like back then. And when they ask me, you know, it's like. Is it archaic? Is it relevant? I say to them, you know, these things remind us where we come from. These these shows and, you know, bringing together the community anchors the community in this historical memory. Um, the Showgirl competition in particular, since it hasn't changed since its inception in 1962, still carries those values forward. And I feel like those values are you know, lost in our society, and we need to continue to teach our young people. This is a passion that I have in particular, um, getting our young people more involved within the community, um, teaching our young people those values and the value of community and the value of getting involved within your community is timeless and will always be relevant, um, whether that's within agriculture or something else. The show highlights... Um, a talent within, within the community, whether it's from, you know, photography, hort- horticulture, art and craft, whether you love horses or you love the ute muster, you know, it's, it's a great place for all different people of the community, community with their different passions to come together.
0: And digging a little bit deeper on, um, Blacktown Council's very vocal opinions regarding issues surrounding the agricultural show. In 2014, the council attempted to cut funding to the showgirl competition. The female councillors were saying that it's something that's anachronistic, it's out of date, and the money could be spent on other events. Mm -hmm. Uh, It must be disappointing to hear that coming, particularly from the female councillors. How do you think we can go about countering such negativity? I think,
1: in particular, they just don't know what it's about. And that's where, once again, education is key. Uh, I would love, 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 love to talk their ear off and have a chat to them. But I think, uh, the more vocal our showgirls can be, and for example, with things like, with programs such as this, or, you know, just speaking to people, and the more we get out there, we can, we can target this negativity and we can counteract it. Um, I think, um, in terms of it being archaic or anachronistic, they, they think that it is just a beauty pageant or a beauty competition or, you know, it's a, it's a girl who gets to, you know, just sit on top of a pumpkin and wave and look pretty and smile. But no, it's, it's not that at all. And it's just from a great misunderstanding, um, of what we do, of what we represent, of who we are and the types of girls that we attract. And, um, but I do believe that this image is changing and I do believe that, going forward um, particularly the state finalists in the past previous in the previous years that you know we're we're all very inspiring women and I'm inspired by these women every single day by their passion and their drive and their willingness to have a go and get out there so I think you know as long as we keep doing what we were doing uh, that negativity will change and I think it's just through having a nice conversation with someone and really just getting them out there.
0: So building on that stereotypical image of the showgirl as the girl that sits on the pumpkin and waves and she has the pearls and the makeup and all that sort of stuff, Mm -hmm. what do you think is the least stereotypically showgirl thing about you?
1: Okay, I think anyone who spends at least two to three days with me consecutively knows that I can eat. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know, I I grew up with two brothers, so it wasn't until I got to high school did I realize that girls weren't supposed to eat that much. Um, you could you could take me, I could eat, probably eat two pizzas and a burger, and you know just and still have room for dessert. You know, I I I eat like a pig. I actually thought that perhaps the judges on the day thought they were in the beef and cattle section. They thought that they were crowning the the winner for that, but. That's probably the least showgirl thing about me. Um, I remember after Government House, um, during the state final week. So you know, we were all dressed up, looking like princesses, absolutely lovely at Government House. But all they served was canapes, and you know, I cannot do just canapes. <laughs> so we <laughs> went. We as soon as we got back to Olympic Park, we went to Ribs and Rumps, and I chowed into a steak sandwich. Oh my gosh, it was glorious.
0: Can you tell me a little bit about your community involvement?
1: For the past, oh, let's say 10 to 13 years, I've been the one of the youth ministers and youth leaders at my local youth group. So I started that when I was, uh, gosh, maybe 11 now. And um, so that really just, it was just a youth group started within our church community where we just did activities on the weekend, but it really grew into something where we're really forming leaders and the youth of the future. So once again, it's that same deal about teaching our young people values that last a lifetime, teaching them, you know, the ideals of respect, how to be a leader, how to um, – carry yourself, believe in yourself, go for the things that you want to do, Um, the importance of community involvement. So um, teaching young people how important it is to give back to your community. And we do that particularly in fundraising for our local vinnies or um, fundraising in different areas where where people approach us. Um, And so I've been doing that for about 10 years now, um, leading the youth, so that takes up a lot of my time. Um, I'm also currently on the board of a charity called Agara, um, so that we have a charity here in Australia and we have a charity in India, um, which is our main operation. So that was started by a member of our community. She's an Indian woman, um, but she's been here in Australia for the past, uh, 20 years, let's say, and she has a real passion for adults with intellectual disabilities, and she realised that, um, in a, particularly in our community and here in Australia, we are very privileged in, you know, that we get help from the government and there's a lot of services um, to support people with intellectual disabilities. But the same is not in India. And so she started up a charity. So the charity operates out of her living room every single Monday night, and that's where I am every Monday, uh, helping them with their legal and administrative um tasks and um, so yeah we serve people with intellectual disabilities in the slums in India so it's a very niche operation and we're a very small grassroots charity I'm still always looking for funding and operating you know just out of her on the on the living room in her home here in Blacktown so that those are some of the things I do um, at the moment as well as you know being the Not the showgirl, Blacktown showgirl anymore, but, you know, once a showgirl, always a showgirl. So as well as being involved in um, my show society.
0: And that's all we have time for. Next episode will be the second half of our interview with Dana Velasco, the 2015 and 2014 Blacktown showgirl.